All right, welcome to the afternoon nap. Welcome. We're doing our end of the year movie lists, extra special episode. They got John back coming in, coming in hot. Hey, hey, hey. He's definitely gonna have a much different list than us. So we're. Really I, I think there's a lot of stuff that me and you have seen that he hasn't seen. Yeah, obviously because we grew up together and we have similar sensibilities, we're gonna have a similar list in terms of movies on there. I think John will come in with a whole different type of list. Yeah, I right? mean, you guys are cinephiles. Well, know. I don't know if we're cinephiles. I'm hoping to see some stuff from you from like Shutter. I'm hope I'm hoping to get some yeah, like, big spotlights. Yeah. I, I I may have a couple of that surprise you. All right, Maybe. fine. I, I'm hoping for surprise surprises. Surprises be good. This is the way it's going to go, though. We're going to go in however in order we de- determine. Some ra- we're going to start with a random. The three person. of us, we're going to go one, 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 two, 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 three, three, yeah. three. So we're going to yeah. do the same thing we did for television, which is um, if you say something and it's on somebody else's list lower. You can call a wait. You, 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 just, you can call a wait and say, I want to talk about that later on when it's on my list. Yeah, let's okay. say one of us is on eight, the other's on five, the other's on three. We could be like, oh, let's wait. Mine's yeah. up. Come and on. if you want, you can just have the conversation there. It might yeah. just be easier to wait. Deal. All right, uh, we're gonna get started. John's the guest, he's going first. The number 10 on my list, which I'm going to assume is not on anyone's list, I don't know, is. Oh, no, is Matrix Resurrections. What? What? Okay. Wow, I we honestly... Ju- I was just talking... We were just talking to people today about how bad that movie was. What are you talking about? Matrix, let the man... Right. Let the man... Let's, let's, let's start with the fact that it's the second best Matrix movie. I haven't seen it. I'm going to be okay. honest. I prefer Reloaded. The Roman, okay. the Roman thumb is tilted sideways. Okay. Um, it's not the best movie. As a movie, I will have to admit, it's not the best. And I enjoyed it. Uh, I think that if you're coming into this and you don't know about The Matrix, you are not going to have a good time. I think if you're coming into this and you like the action sequences in Matrix, but anything about the philosophy or the lore you rolled your eyes at, you're not going to have a good time. If, however, you find the story of The Matrix, the lore fascinating, the world building interesting... And you're, you know, kind of into the college philosophy of it. You're going to have a really excellent time. That that's the point that I never liked about the Matrix. I never thought that it really had a huge lore and world that I could discover. It was more like, you know, the question itself of like, are you living reality is the main part of it, and that's mm-hmm. all I cared. About. Like, I never cared about Zion. I never cared about the real world. When I'm in the Matrix, yeah, and the Matrix. And you know what the worst thing that ever happened to me when I watched when I was watching Resurrections. They went back to the real world, and I was like, right. ugh. Are they, are they are they gunning down on those like crazy machine guns? The no, they don't even have no. those. That's like... well, I mean, are we doing spoilers? Yeah, here? Uh, we're just not even talking. About okay, it. yeah, let, yeah let's, number ten. Let, let, let's just put this way: it's it's um, if you're nostalgic for it, if you like the again the lore, I think there's a lot there for you. I think uh, the guy that they got to play uh, the Agent Smith. Um, no Hugo Weaving, obviously. Yeah, no Hugo Weaving, which uh, I can't blame him actually. Actually, for, the guy who they got, you know, no Lawrence. We got Yaya. I love Yaya. You know, actually, I'm a big fan of Yaya. I, I, you know, you know, I really like him in Watchmen. Yeah, what about Aquaman? He's mad, you know. Oh yeah, you know. yeah, he is mad. Well, he certainly bought his most flamboyant, 
just I'm laying this out there and just let's go for it. He, he can brought play it. Young Morpheus, yeah. you know, like kind of like a young rock show, right? Like a young well, Morpheus. again, no spoilers, but he's not quite playing Morpheus. And he's not quite playing another character, and it's just sort of him. And is he there for a reason? We don't know. <laughs> but hey, Morpheus at the end of uh, three. I, you know, I didn't even remember until they I, did I, the callback. You know, he's just like basically according to the movie. I mean, Resurrections. They're like Morpheus was announced president. Of the, of, the, of the rest of humanity. All right. And on that note, we're definitely yeah, exactly. going to 10. Sure. You want to you do yours or you want me to do mine? Uh, I can go, sure. All right, what's 10? What? All right. Can I guess? Yeah, sure. Still water. No. Ah, okay, fine, go. West Side Story. Where's that story? I haven't seen it. West Side Story. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. All right, so give us a little bit. So, I'm not going to say this is a flawless movie because it's not. But when this movie works, Gilbert is better than he's than he's been in ages. It's his best movie since Lincoln. Uh, his use of cho- of showing choreography on screen to demonstrate action, to demonstrate emotions, amazing. Two of the best supporting performances of the year. The leads, I don't care that much. You give it Ansel. What? Ansel is maybe the might be the worst part of the movie. It feels movie. like they got the scrawniest looking white dudes. Yeah, and like the <laughs> looking so Hispanic the scrawniest white dude. Um, this guy Mike Fast. He plays Riff. My heart goes out to this guy. You're like you just you care so much for him. You you feel you feel for him. And also this other actress, um, Anna Debose, who is just definitely Dubois. No, it's Debose. How do you spell her last name? D E B O S E. At DeBose, you're right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I even looked it up to make sure I got it. <laughs> like, put it in, like, Google. You put it no, in I just got the IMDb up right Put it in Translate. They are both phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I am just, you know, it's great to see Spielberg back. I appreciate, also in a year full of musicals, I felt a little need to show. I haven't it. seen a single one, thank God. I felt, well, yeah, there's, there was a bunch this year. We had Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm. In which, the Heights. Very good. In the Heights. You know, there was a part in this year early on when I saw In the Heights, I was like, is In the Heights going to be one of the best movies of the year? Mm. It wasn't. But. It's in like February anyway, so. No. It, was, it was like August. Might as well have been February. Might right. as well. <laughs> Number 10, West Side Story, Spielberg, whatever. No one cares. <laughs> 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 Spielberg will when he wins his Oscar for it. Okay, nah, whoa, whoa. For what? For, yeah, yeah, like set, the set design and like... And I mean, look, design. I'm hearing in terms of critics, a lot of them think this is a, a, a great Oh, movie. yeah, no, but I'm going to be... I, that was number 10 on my list. Wait till yeah. you see what's lower. I think, I don't think it beats a few things, but yeah. number 10 on my list, King Richard. No, I know. I got a whole pause. Well, whole pause, fine. Not a big mm. deal. We got nine. What do you have? Mm. Nine Another one I'm pretty sure uh, you're going to disagree with me with. Shadow of the Cloud. Never nope. even, what is this? <laughs> okay. What? Never have I heard of it. Okay. No, what's up? All right. Foreign? Uh, no, it's a independent movie. It was, we talked about this. This was the one that the script was, I think, either originally written or co-written by Max Landis. Oh. oh. This is pre or post allegations. Pre. Pre into post to the point where is some things like, had to is be he changed. Is it, I no, see. he's not working anymore. Remember, he had that script yeah. that was better than Star Wars. Yeah. No. He he went back to his what? previous What's job right? as uh, right. as oh, yeah. Max Landis' son. Right was supposed to be one of the greatest scripts ever made, and then the movie came out like okay. Max Landis sent a tweet out mid script. He's like, guys, this is better than Star Wars. He's bright the right, this is what he Netflix says. bright. Well, there was oh, a hmm. massive dating war over Well, regardless. Um, Shadow of the Cloud? Shadow of the Cloud. All right, what's it about? 
Okay, so it's set in World War II. Uh, it begins on a rainy day. This uh, girl played by a Koi, um, what is it? Let me just see if I can pronounce it. Koi Grace Moritz. Oh, Koi Grace, Grace Moritz! Is the, the lead. I got a friend who um, bananas for Koi Grace. I honestly think in watching this movie, she is, she's a... Uh, oh, I know this yeah. movie. Oh, this is good? Yeah, go yeah. on, Jack. Oh, it's, I just found it online. Oh, I've never seen trailers yeah, for this. They oh, are moving one. a, I believe, a bomber from New Zealand to Australia. She wants to catch a flight with them, and supposedly she's is she French. No, she's think uh, uh, English in this. So I think good, good British, she's supposed to be like British. Um, that guy Nick Robinson's in mm-hmm. it, and uh, so it turns out there's a question of number one, what's her package that she's bringing along? That's a big secret, and the second thing it turns out is that. As they uh, fly up there, they realize they have uh, another problem besides the Nazis that are flying around, which are gremlins. Like gremlin-like creatures. Yes. Well, they're actually supposed to be like, if you ever saw gremlins originally, they say the whole myth of the gremlin came out of World War II. Ooh, I remember that. Yeah. So I just want to take a little pause. I just IMDb this. The director of this movie is heavily involved with the new Avatar series. The new Avatar TV show. Okay. So that, I don't know if that sets a tone yeah. or anything. But, but the <laughs> first... here, There's a lot more impressive things about it. The first, I'd say, really um, minute, 40 minutes or so is done with one shot. What, the whole first 40 minutes? The whole first 40 minutes, which oh. is pretty much like a play where she's in the cockpit of, the, um, of this plane and everyone's talking through the radio. And then the monster shows up, and then from there on, it's just nonstop so it's like action. A single gremlin. It's a single gremlin, but again, you have to remember part when the action actually begins, they're being attacked. I think it's by actually it's in uh, South Pacific, so it's like Japanese uh, warplanes. No, so no. they're they're <laughs> <laughs> go on. Go on, go on. still a little sore about too soon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but then the gremlin starts to attack, and then she's the only one who, of course, sees it, and she's got to like go out there, and then it, it's. It's it's a thrill ride, you know, very fun. Um, and I'm personally, I like to see uh, innovation and really creativity when you're working with low budgets. You know, the 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 creature design I think is great. Oh, Grace does a good job. Excellent job. Yeah, I think yeah. I honestly think she's a star. I think you that she deserves things, more. Right? Yeah, of course. You know, you know, you have yeah. no kick ass. No, but I mean to say, it's like. You know, and I understand there's not as many good roles for, you know, leading ladies, but I mean, she deserves something. So, so yeah, yeah. So I actually talked about a little bit about this, like, she just, she looks a little young. That's like, that's, that's the worst thing that she has going on. Yeah. She's like stuck doing like high school, like really dramatic high school movies. Like she's, she was in right. a, uh, a gay conversion movie, mm-hmm. right? And she can't really do like the young, like Saoirse Ronan roles. Like, right. I, I feel like Haley Seinfeld even. She was older. Yeah, Haley Seinfeld. Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Older than her. Yeah. Like Florence Pugh, who's like younger than all of them, is like, like looks like an adult. Even like yeah. Zoe Deutsch, like yeah. look young or still older. I think yeah. I think you know. Yeah, people don't really take into account like how people look in terms of the of course, roles. of course. Like how many bigger, how many bigger men get like leading roles right. in movies? But of course, that has to do, and we're definitely not going to get this. But it has to do with who's you know who's writing screenplays, who's picking screenplays who's that they produce. Because we have right, you know, sure, yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Um, you're up to nine. All right, so it's been a while since I've seen this. Can movie. I guess it? Yeah, it's still water. 
No, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I hate to tell you this. Uh, Stillwater did not make my it's list. Rough. It's rough for Stillwater. I, it's on the 20. I can give you the full 20. Oh, I, don't, I don't care that you did 20. Go uh, on. <laughs> no. So this movie actually was got nominated for Oscars in 2020. But um, what, were, what, were, what were the Oscars that it was nominated for? Oh, it got nominated for like four Oscars. At one what two. were the Oscars? Anything that viewers care about? Sound like, design? Best picture? Ooh. And one best supporting actor. What do we got? I don't know what this movie is. Judas and the Black I'm Messiah. Let's go. I have the later. I got a later. Like, oh, if you got a later, we're gonna we'll talk about it later. You got on the list? I don't. You've never seen it. I right? haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Um, nine on the list for me. Stillwater. Stillwater. Matt Damon playing a Midwestern man, working a blue collar worker, but his daughter is in prison in France because of some college murder scandal. We, we actually got to go to the premiere. It for was. This. It was the uh, the what do you very, call it? Very, very, very loosely based on it. Uh, what, what was the case? What, I, I always remember. forget. Who cares? Some yeah. French, some some American woman stuck in France for a murder. I always forget what that. But was. he's got to go to. He goes to France to settle up some things with his daughter. He ends up getting involved in this case itself mm-hmm. and involved with the French family randomly. And it's just cool seeing like really fish out of water, Midwestern guy, like borderline, like they're kind of playing on it. Like there's a racist incident. He's like, I work with thousands of people that work on it, but mm-hmm. I'm glad the subtext isn't in like, wow, my ways were bad. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. The, what it was really bad is that he changes right in the movie and it's not necessarily good or bad, but it's about that change itself. Right? They leave the subtext out. Thank God. What, what I movie. also really like about the movie is... Oh, and like oh. they're like enough to put on the list. Yeah, not enough to put on the list. It's on the 20. But um, what I can really say is it shifts tone a lot. It's like that. And it's, and it's ability to, and like in a lesser director, this is the same guy did Spotlight. Um, in a lesser director, wouldn't be able to handle it so well. I think me and you like it a bit more than most people I've heard. Listen, Matty D in a Matty movie, D. we're going to like it. That's that's it. That's all we got. All right. <laughs> Number eight, John, what do you got? Uh, all right. Another one. Uh, I guess this was the year for female protagonists uh, having action movies on planes. I have Blood Red Sky. You love this movie. I love Blood Red Sky. Look, the, the quick pitch and the most sporty way is just to say it's Die Hard meets 30 Days of Night on a plane. Meat, who basically meets snakes on the plane. Right. Yeah. I was going right. to say, is there a snake? And, and, and the simple, and the simple uh, 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 you know, like like motivation is, you know, saving her, her son. That's it. That's good. You know. Have you ever seen that movie where um, a daughter and a mother on plane, and randomly she goes away for a second and the kid's not there Yes. Anymore? I can't remember the name of that movie. I but saw that I trailer when I was like seven. Blew me away. It took me like 10 years to probably find it, and I did, but I don't know what the movie is. I can't remember being, either. I know what you're yeah. talking about. It ended up being um, such an average movie. Yeah. Uh, but Blood Red Sky, I always say it, and I always yeah. want to see it. I never do. I always forget. But No, right, it's yeah. just enjoyable. These are the hot takes we, we wanted you on. What is it on? Mm-hmm. What is it on? It's on Netflix. Uh, it's still on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I believe it's it's a German movie. Yeah, oh, so it's a, it's a foreign oh, film. I'm, de- I'm checking it out. Yeah, what do you got for us? All right, so we're this not eight. Yeah, we're not going to talk about this yet because it's definitely lower on the list for you guys. Well, even higher, uh, well, even lower number, but yeah, we're talking about um, it. We did the same thing last time. The power of the dog. Oh, 
Wow. It's my eight. Yo. Wow. You want to wait? We'll wait? I have to wait. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll wait. We're gonna wait. Um, <coughs> I guess we'll go to my. We're going to my seven. Well, no, you want to go to straight? Yeah, we'll go straight yeah, we got. Well, go for oh, for seven? Eight. No, eight, eight, eight. Eight. Oh, no, so seven. Seven. One, seven. 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 Uh, okay. Again, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but it's a small movie. Going. I'm going for my favorites, not the one I'm gonna say is best. Small engine repair. Yeah, uh, I'm so waiting yeah. for him to say Wrath of Man. Nope. Oh, nope, uh, <laughs> that is definitely not on That'll my list. Later the um, no, I have nobody. Oh, it, again, almost made the list. It was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Nobody's sick though. Yeah, really. was personally was not considered for the list, but that does not mean it's a, it's an awesome movie. This guy's yeah. standards are too high. No, it, it's it's the sense of I wanted you know I look for movies that's just like surprising, and I don't think there was any movie as surprising as Nobody this year. I mean, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Mister Saul, Better Call Saul right there. you know, as as hey, John God, Wick, you know, uh, and 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 does it well? It does it here it, with the sense of uh, of what I put that as gravitas. You know, you really have a sense of this guy's emotional pain, the emotional baggage that this guy is carrying, um, but also the compulsion to commit violence. And he does it so well. <laughs> um, so a uh, big shout out to Christopher Lloyd, right. plays Bruce his dad. A, Christopher Lloyd's great in that movie. Great in that movie. Who's his friend? Who's his brother? Uh, his, who is his brother? Yeah. The yeah, the the the, the oh, with, uh, RZA. Yeah, it's Rizza. That's what I was saying. Rizza does well. Rizza. Rizza's really yeah. good in the movie. Yeah. The action's great. The fact that action's he like great. trained for two years for this yeah. movie. And insane. and the the bus scene for me is probably the the like best fight scene. So Shang-Chi bus scene or nobody bus scene? Oh. Nobody. Nobody. Um, I, you know why? I you know why? I gotta yeah. look, and I'll say the, the the Shang-Chi bus scene is definitely much more of a spectacle. Right. But I'm just saying in terms of when you look up there and you're seeing actors who have trained and done choreography yeah. and there's no special effects. You know, like there's a no pulling a sword out of the stump. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I, I, I just I, I have to go for this one. The bus scene is yeah. really good. Bus scene. Also, you, you, you see it all in the trailers like, you know, they're building up to it and it does not disappoint either way. Mm-hmm. Right. Usually you see you see in a trailer, like have a laugh at a trailer. Like, why am I laughing at this? I've right. seen it like a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But it still hits. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. up to you seven. Yeah. So. I'm assuming Alex is going to call pause on this. What do you got? Don't tell me the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad! We're pausing for a while. We're pausing <laughs> for a while. All right, I go my seven. Dune, what are we doing? We got to pause on Dune. Dune's a hard pause. Again, Dune definitely deserves a seven spot, but yeah. okay. It's... Dune deserves a much lower spot. You're mm. right. Maybe like lower is an eight or nine. No. Mm. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> what do you got? I feel like he's not even got doing his list. Okay. Um. Okay. So wait. You want me to say my six? Six. 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 Mitchell's versus the machine. Let's go. I wanted you to have it on oh, your list. Okay. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's yeah. not on mine, but I love it. Yeah. I don't have any animation, unfortunately. Yeah. I think it was, uh, for me, one of the best. I don't know if purely in sense of animation this year. I mean, uh, I haven't seen. I've seen parts of it with the kids and Kanto was what do we amazing. We have the. We have Encanto this year. What I think Luca was also this Luca. year. Luca. There's this amazing movie. I haven't had a chance to see it yet called Flea. It's supposed to be amazing. Uh, there you go. So there's this amazing movie. The uh, My Hero Academia movie. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i not going to say... Did come out this year? No, I did it? Was oh, it was no. But uh, I, I still think it wasn't quite as good as Spider-Verse, which for me was okay. probably the Spider-Verse best movie like of that year. Budget. Right. No, I mean, it was, there was a lot more things. It's a different movie, you know. But for this year, 
for a movie that brought laughs, brought uh, 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 positivity, just joy. You know, you could watch with your family. And every second is amazing. Every second is oh, just. It's, it's just so much. Also, like the, the whole the furry thing, like not the furry, the uh, those little things became massive. Oh, the Furbies. The Furbies Furby were scene. awesome. It's hysterical. It's, it's one of Netflix's best original films. Well, it's not a Netflix even really, it's not even really a Netflix original. Who is it? Who oh, it? Sony made that movie and then like last minute they That's were just true. like, yeah. no, no, they were just like, uh, we don't, we can't really put this down in theaters. They just threw, they yeah. threw Tom out of the movie, so they couldn't Tom out of the movie, so it didn't matter. And you know, since I'll throw it out there, the fight scene with Maya Rudolph at the end, yeah. where her power level goes off the charts, yeah. Yeah. was incredible. Know, right? That was so fun. Yeah. So I think it's only right that my next choice is for number six, Spider Man No Way Home. Not my six. It's going up. It's definitely not his six. You know, but it's it's up there. Uh, for number six for me, we have Judas, so let's talk about We're it. We're going to talk about Judas. Judas is the most heartbreaking movie I've seen all the way through all year. Uh, the the performance given by Daniel Kaluuya is... It's not even that. I mean, it's it's the end of the movie when you yeah. like see the real-life situation. Like, you're watching it, right? And you like you see like you know what happened right and again we didn't live through it so it's yeah different like also I didn't know this guy in particular but like I I when understand you see the story. end like that he kills himself after the thing comes out you're like oh my god this is like so real yeah I, I it just uh, sci-fi it, so I uh, you know I oh, I'm not that old I didn't live through Yo, it okay all right but um, but I do have you, my you weren't a, you weren't a panther in the past no I wasn't a panther. <laughs> <laughs> nor a new panther. <laughs> Dylan, um, Dylan Panthers. But, oh, we, oh, we were Dylan Panthers. No, I, but I did wear, what was it? Uh, uh, Black Panther from Black Anchorman. Panther. Has real panther in it. Is that actually? No. That'd be out. That'd be so messed up. That's like killing Panthers for for costumes out of there. No, no, no. I was talking about uh, Anchorman. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, I did my PhD in African-American literature, and part of my dissertation was written about... um, African-Americans prison literature. So there was a lot that came up about Huey Newton, power movement. So Fred Hampton came up. And yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's part of the reason that I didn't uh, watch watch it yet. It's going to be a really tough watch. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Kalia, when you they have at the end of the movie, they have real speeches Kalia did. I mean, uh, Fred Hampton did. Mm -hmm. And Kalia... And you're like, you, you see it and you're like... I, wait, was Kaluuya not acting? Was right. Kaluuya just... <laughs> the only thing is that um, they're a little older than their counterparts. You know, Kaluuya's like yeah. in his mid right. 30s and yeah. so Keith. And these guys are... Yeah, Hampton was like, yeah. He was a kid. He was a kid. He's very young. Also, just spot out to who's going to be a next year MVP. Jesse Plemons. Who really doesn't need to be in the movie at all. But elevates it. Whenever I see Jesse Plemons, and we'll talk about Harold the Dog later, whenever I see him... He elevates. I like Martin Sheen as J. Edgar, honestly, though. Oh, yeah, he was, he was, he was a great J. I mean, you know. Yeah. Mar- you, watch, you can watch a movie just for Martin Sheen's J. Edgar. That's just like, it's just like yeah. from President Bartlett to J. Edgar. Right. It's, it's just That's like, what I was going to say. The irony is there. Yeah. Um, we're up to mine. No, you just did Oh, like, mine. So you have to so five. I feel like we're constantly going back to John. John's up to five I know. here. John, I feel like. We're just zipping through this. What do you got five yeah. like? Well, we got uh, the stuff. Let's five. Yeah, a lot of our, a lot of our stuff is just on the yeah. lower. Uh, five for me is Dune. Oh, yours is stuff. It's still lower. It's still lower it's on the list. What do you got? Yeah. You're up to five. All right, you guys definitely. So Alex <clears> had this <throat> on his list, but King Richard. 
Okay, yeah, just speak about so, it. I really don't care. Like, I first of all, the performance, the performance he has in this movie, uh, Will Smith, is magnetic. If, like, if anybody else... Magmatic or magnetic? Magnetic. Magnanim- magnanimous? <laughs> Wait, magmatic? Maybe I don't know English. You mean magnetic. Magneto. No, he means magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> you mean magnetic. Like, it connects you to the yes, screen. Yes, yes, yeah, magnetic. Magnetic. yes, yes. Um... Okay. He's he's just amazing in this. This story was like I don't feel like it's been ages since I got like good paint by numbers sports movie that has made me feel things super emotionally manipulative. John Bernthal's not in the movie. It's not on this list. John Bernthal is in the movie. It's not on this list. John and then John Bernthal comes in in the second half and is like, let you know what. I'm I'm as good of an actor as Will Smith. He's probably Let's a just go. Actor, like, oh. him, he's in a yeah. he's. He th- I told you on a cultural he's level. He's just right acting there. like he's in like a buddy movie with Will Smith, and Will Smith's mm. like, "You in my movie?" He's like, "Ah, it could be everyone's." No, movie. he's <laughs> like, "It's um, what's the De Niro movie? What's the original Scorsese movie with De Niro?" Oh, Mean Streets. It's like he's Will Smith is literally playing Mean Streets De Niro, and that's literally what's going on. Keitel is being played by by uh, by Burnfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what it turns into again. I just. I thought the way they shot the sport was Listen, amazing. The problem is you're just missing. That's why I hit the ten spot, and like the eight or seven. You're missing like the one scene that you're rewatching because it's a six sport scene. I I agree. I was gonna say this. Mm. I was I was sick. I was home. It was on HBO Max. I turned off the lights, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm just I'm I'm locked in. Even on scenes where I was like, you know. Like, they were beginning, he's dealing with that and, like, the, the the other guys in the neighborhood that don't like him. And I was like, oh, it just feels so generic. I mean, everybody but, was alive. But elevated. Listen, it's you replace everybody in that movie. You replace them with, like, little lower-tier actors. Yeah. It's, it's but, like, movie. even the kid actors. Right, but if you replace Wait. everybody, it's a different yeah. movie. No, no. Because it's not a good movie on its own. I, no, I think the movie, though, that they made works super well. I had a great time with it. It shouldn't be on the five spot, I but hope, it is. I hope Will Smith is not win what do you want? What do you want to win? Ben in a cover match? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Uh, All right, well, we'll maybe, talk about uh, that. That's supporting. We're not for this, but for small engineer. Hey! All right, we got we got five. Okay. It's licorice pizza. It's a lower on Freddy's. Oh! All right, what do you got for uh, four now? That's a four. <coughs> we're getting to the big ones. Okay, That's so five. now now we're getting my big ones. Yeah. Uh, number four is the last duel. Yes. Yes. Go. It's on the yeah. list, but it's not mine. Uh. Would I say this is one of really Scott's best movies? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I might say so that. Good. Yeah. One of Ridley Scott's best. Listen, Ridley, yeah. I, I really do apologize. Yeah. It should have been on this list instead of King Richard. I think it's a really bad. Like movie. Ridley, I kept trying to get you on the list, and then Alex was mentioning Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> Listen, it's a better movie than uh, than uh, King Richard. Like though. honestly, I put West Side Story on mine because I thought Alex was gonna have it. On West his. Side Story. Uh, I thought Alex yeah. was going to have Last Duel. Listen, Last Duel is one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. I really do firmly think that. And I'm, I really am sorry I didn't put it on the list myself. I mean, some some powerhouse performances. I think a great script. Um, even as long as it is, no no time does it feel like it's dragging or right? that this is superfluous. Yeah, it moves. You know, it, Action was incredible. The actual, the, the, you know, it's so interesting. The title is The Last Duel, and the way the story sets up, it all comes out as duel. If this duel doesn't hold up, <laughs> oh, this duel the movie fails. The most badass duel you've ever and seen. And it's a duel, you know. I mean, it, it, it's just so well Funny. choreographed. And, 
I've heard most people who watch this movie they make a big deal like, like I don't want to look at the history books to know who won the duel like mm. don't if you like don't you don't want to know who wins the duel because really when you're in that duel you're yeah. like genuinely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you mean before watching it yeah before no watching no no it. you you can't because don't, don't, you don't want to know who wins this thing because yeah. it's, it's genuinely like every second up till the last mm-hmm. minute you're like I don't know. It yeah, it could game. be anyone's game here. I did a really good job of shooting it too that I didn't have to like constantly cut it all the time. It was yeah. very fluid. Yeah. He, he, he just, it feels like he directed Gladiator yesterday when I would watch that scene. I was like, he's still in it. Yeah. No, we're just raping the Pantheon. Because I'm a big Prometheus guy. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> no, I am as well. I think this goes I above. I think well. Prometheus goes above this. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Gladiator definitely goes above this. I don't think Gladiator goes above this. I, I enjoyed this. Whoa! I enjoyed this a lot more than really? I did Gladiator. When was the last time you seen Gladiator? Yeah. It's theater? been a while. In the theater? In the I saw it in the theater. Uh, I saw I it wasn't maybe one choice. In the theater, it was, it was good. Good people enjoyed Guys, it. I, was, I, was, I tried watching Prometheus a few months ago, and I was like, this is garbage. That's fine. Prometheus is really awesome. Yeah, I thought it was good. In every way. It's exactly yeah. what you want from sci-fi. Have you, have you seen The Tree of Life? I have not. It felt it felt it felt I like a, th- I think when Prometheus was at its best, it felt like a Terrence Malick movie. That it was just that these images that you're seeing are about something more than just he this does, movie. He does he does shots actually in a very similar way. Like mm-hmm. his um his his these like wide epics and he's like you know um looking at actually when I think about um Gladiator, there's a lot of shots very similar to Malick. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying, but he he gives you a ton of questions that he promises he'll answer you. He'll never answer them. And it's, you don't even care because you yeah. focus on everything else. Yeah. Well, it, because, it, you know, and that's the same thing with Malik. You learn that the journey is more important than the answer. Exactly. Or maybe the journey is the answer. Right. You know. No, that's sick, though. I mean, the concept of Prometheus is a really cool concept, too. <laughs> uh, we're getting into Prometheus. I was going to say. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. And so it was so yeah. sad. Uh, just, just one weird thing I want to say about The Last Duel, yeah. something I brought down, was the color palette. Yeah, it became too monochromatic at certain points, and mm-hmm. it just took me out of it. Like I, I didn't I make that pretty colorful. Some parts deserved, you know, color, but there were just other parts where I'm like, why are they going for this almost Sin City esque? I, I like, think that's excellent. Yeah, you know? yeah, he get, he gets, but he does these tones in all his movies. If you watch a lot of uh, Ridley's movies, they're like, yeah, the Gladiator's like all yellow all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Mexico like he, like, like he just bad. picks a tone and he just sticks to it. <laughs> I mean, but what doesn't, what isn't in the, uh, in the eh, last duel, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. You have two, four. So I don't know if this is lower on your list. You got No Way Home up there? We already, I already told you No Way Home. Oh, where was your No Way Home? Six. Okay, yeah. Below. Go. Dune. 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 Nice. Dune, my Dune was, Dune was five. Oh, Dune was five? Oh, so mine's five four. Yeah. So whatever, start us off on Dune. Yeah. Because it's yours right here. Like, I love Delany Villeneuve. I think he Villeneuve. Delany Villeneuve. You did exactly the same thing as you did before. This is like a <laughs> this is a segment on the podcast called like Freddy Freddy talks right here. We're trying to get like oh it's PT it's a, a speech therapy is it yeah speech therapy but like what do you call it speech therapy yeah but like what's the abbreviation no one calls SP no one says that I don't know like this is speech therapy another installment it's Denis Denis Villeneuve. Velenu. There you go. Denis Velenu. But isn't uh, it spelled D-E-N-I-S? Yeah, that's why. I Dennis. Mean, it's French. Dennis. It's, it's, it's Dennis? Dennis. It's Dennis. No, but it's Canadian French. You know why? I feel we could shit know. on the French. No, yeah. that's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what I was going to say yeah. in the last duel. When I heard it was French, I didn't really care about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're up. So Frank Herbert wrote these amazing books 
before Star Wars was even released. Um, this is that's what it's all based off of, and Dune just gave me what I want. Epic, epic storytelling by a visionary director. Um, and a story so big it cannot even be told in one part. It has to be separated. We've into established two. that Nolan is a better director. Than Go on. We we have established this, established this. But what what I love is like when I get into the end of this movie, where like it should have you you want you think you want a conclusion. Said he's like, well, I'm going to conclude the character. This kid who you've seen from the very beginning is finally going to commit a murder. He's finally going to kill somebody and enter into this world of darkness. And I think that's an Oh, such an awesome way to end a movie that you can't really find a conclusion to. Now, once I see this conclusion, part two might end up as the number one on the list. I think it's number number nothing on the list. Though. It might, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I think all the actions are great. All the performances are spot on. Um, it was made to be seen in IMAX, and that's exactly what I did. We did it. We yeah. did it. Um, listen, Dune seven on the list because. There was very certain times that I felt very bored in the theater. Not a millisecond. It's not a rewatchable movie. I didn't totally have, rewatch. I had more yeah, fun with I, everything. With I mean, everything I, six up, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good. Shalmi's good. Oscar Isaac's incredible. Um, Oscar yeah. Isaac as the dad is so good. In I this wish movie. the action was less like like uh, like Shakespearean action and more like, bro, we're getting in it. We're bloody. You know, real fighting a glass duel. Mm-hmm. I felt like all the fights in this movie were very Shakespearean, you know. Well, I feel, I feel like he thinks, I feel like Denny feels like he's telling a Shakespearean tale. Yeah, but I want, like, real freaking fights. I, I understand, but for this, I actually really liked how it worked. Like, the, the, the way their knife fights work, the way that the, they had these uh, yeah, force I don't mean, like, the way it worked. I meant, like, um, the way he kind of shot around the fights and the music was very, I, mean, I don't know, I just felt like he could have been a very different choice. Well, he's trying to bring a lot of gravitas yeah, to it yeah, because yeah. it is, it's an epic, and it's an epic about aristocracy in these families. Yes. You know, look, I, I probably am knowing one who saw the, I think it's 84, yeah. the David Lynch version, which uh, is still a favorite of mine. I love watching movies. Sting's performance, who's a character Sting. was even Everybody in, in Dune. But, but uh, this was a much better adaptation that was true to the, the novel. And even those things that you dislike about, it, I think, are part of that novel, which is kind of the ceremony and the pompousness almost yeah, yeah, of yeah. this. Um, so I, I agree pretty much with, with everything that Frey said. The one thing I would add for me, the uh, MVP of this was uh, Stellan Skarsgård. He was great. Playing, um, especially if you go back and you look at 1984. The Baron. The, yeah, Baron, he's the, Baron. the evil Baron, you know? And I mean, the, the amount of malice and corruption that he just exudes in this role and the way that they chose to portray the character uh, uh, as opposed to the evil Stay Puft Marshmallow Man as it was developed in the original 84 movie um, was was excellent. So... Also, what? I was just going to say, you know that the Baron's assistant is a Polka Dot Man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. David yeah. Das, das Malkian. yeah. Um, he kind of reminded me of like a, he's just that universe's version of the Stellan Skarsgård from like uh, from Google Hunting. I oh, know. I was waiting for you to say that. That's what he kind of reminds me. That's hysterical. Um, we're up to Freddy's three. Are we doing three? Oh, my yeah. three. We're three. three. All right. I don't no like. Way home. I, I, I don't. No way home. I don't know if this is on other people's list, but the Green Knight. Nope, not on the list. On mine. It's on, lower. No, it's higher. 
How how would it be lower? No, I mean like, is it like a one or a two? You'll see. Obviously. Yeah. Okay, well, then, I guess I got to hold on the Green Knight, one of my favorite movies of the year. Yeah, let's gonna... please let's hold on the Green Knight. Oh, uh, we got us. Wait, Green Knight didn't even make it on your list, Alex. Well, first of all, it was very easy for me to cut it too. No, it was mm. not. I just really didn't enjoy it in the theater that much. John, we'll talk and we'll tell why this sure. man is 100% sure. Listen, it sure. really should have enthralled me in theater because that's the type of movie that gets me. It, uh, nope, we're going to talk about it later. You um, number three. Number three, maybe uh, third best movie of the year, honestly. This is really the third best movie of the year. It is Small Engine Repair. Burnfall. You know, we're just at a small engine repair shop. You know, it's a play. We're sick. We're going to talk about it when you get more on the list. Yeah. No, 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 it's not on my list. It's not on my list. It's not your list? No, no. Oh, so let's talk about it right let's now. Let's talk about small engine rep- out, out. It would have made like the number 10 if it was making it on my list. What do you mean it would have made the number 10? It was. Oh, it's an epic movie. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love it. John Polono, John Bernthal, we're in Philadelphia, I think. You know, I don't even care where we are, right? We're in a small engine repair shop. <laughs> right? And it's about three friends that have been together since high school. And we're just getting together, having fun, throwing a few beers. And then, bam, right? Things, you know, things go sideways, right? You know, maybe too many beers. We'll like, see what we simply don't want to spoil what kind of happens. Listen, yeah. you, you, you know what the spoiler is halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, you can, when you're watching the movie, you can mm-hmm. figure out what's about to go down. And you're like, no, they're not going there. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, they're going there. So I, And I think this is what cements me is Bernthal being at the Tom Hardy level for me. Yes. Being at the character actor who can play the best supporting actor in a movie but is good enough to lead his own stuff, as we saw in uh, Punisher. Honestly. But I will say it might be like one of my t- it's one of my top five best screenplays of the year. I think it's Burnthal, a play originally. Yeah, I know, but as you look at it as a screenplay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's out of this world crazy good. It's really awesome. I, um, think, I, I, I didn't put on my list. I knew it was going to get on yours. Yeah, I think it's enjoyable for everybody. The characters are fun. They're relatable, even at their old age. I'm so surprised it's that high up, though. I was. What like, do you mean? You know how highly I was talking I, about. I, just, I was not prepared. All right. Um, John, you're at number two. Okay. Be careful here. Uh, Be careful. So two for me is my green is Green Knight. Let's so, get so, into it. So I know number one is that, and I'm not. I'm not okay. upset about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so you, no, no, no. So Green Knight. Should I just mention a couple you, of things. You want to start? I'll so start. you know, I read the uh, medieval poem, and uh, if you said, "Okay, you need to adapt this to a movie," uh, I don't think you could have done any better than what uh, David Lowry did here. Um, it's enchanting. It's hypnotizing. It's this multi-layered allegory. Uh, that I think is also accessible to modern audiences. Um, the cast of Dev Patel was inspired. Dev Patel. In this Listen, movie. how many people live in India? Well, billion. He's the Two best billion. out of the billion. Hey, we know Alex is the guy who I love on Amesh uh, Patel. Amesh Patel. And I love the, Amesh and Patel. The guy who plays yeah. Raj in the Big Bang Theory. Who cares? Right? <laughs> no, but I mean, the thing about it is, is that even before we talk about politics and representation, thing and all that, he brings a certain character to to the role that just perfectly matches the character of of Gawain in in the poem. That's necessary because it's about a boy who becomes a man. You, you just told this like a week ago, right? A week ago. Actually, no, yeah. maybe four days ago, five oh days my ago. God. I yeah. Love it. You know, so it's very fresh in my mind. And the fact is, you know, and it's kind of the moral of the story, right? Which is a man is what he chooses to be. You know, it's about who about what you do more than who you are. It's my favorite quote in rounders when um when the professor's telling Damon, right, about his he was he was the son of rabbis mm-hmm. for generations, right? And then 
he thought that I can never be a rabbi because I never believed in God, right? But I love, like, the, the study of it, right? But then Damon asked him, so how'd you feel about your choice? And he's like, what choice? Boom. Go on. Hmm. So, like, there was, uh, for, no the, for, most of the, for, for most of the year, Green Knight was my favorite movie. I've seen it, like, two and a half times now. I remember seeing it in theaters. It must have been, like, May. Um, I, it, it was, like, May or June. It was, I, like, what I love about this movie is, they're gonna, they tell you 80% of what's happening on the movie, but there's 20% of this movie, you're just like, I don't know what's happening here, but it's so much fun trying to play it around mm. your head. What exactly is happening here? Why is this woman playing both versions mm-hmm. of two different, two completely different people? Like, mm. there's a bunch of, like, dichotomy going on in this movie. Like, I've said it a million times on this podcast how much I adore this thing. The fact that it's not my number one is crazy. The I know fact number one is. The fact that there's two movies that beat that. There definitely is two movies that beat that. Yeah, me. definitely. I, I think no, you know, there's, there's 12 other movies that beat it. Yeah, no, but The Green Knight is, like, I'm all in for an Arthurian tale. The fact that they were able to do a lot of this stuff, like, pr- practical effects. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really, like, from from a cinematography standpoint, this film is Gorgeous. Look, it should have hit. I mean, Dave Patel, Joel Edgerton. It did hit. It did hit. Oh, a I, you it know, hit quite Edgerton's a big whole like, you have to give me what what you took, mm-hmm. and like, then he gives him a kiss on the lips. I just was not. I was like, I was, whoa! I, I knew that was gonna happen. I was no. I was like, I was like, is that what he's asking for? And then I'm like, oh, all right. Um, this movie's crazy, especially the the whole ending bit is just elevated to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. To my... No, I got to go to my number two. Wasn't? Oh, no, let's yeah. too. All right. So this movie, if I... If Wait, can, I, I can I guess this? You can guess it. Is it The Lost Daughter? No. Okay, God. No, The Lost Daughter didn't make my list. All right, um, it's a very good movie. Um, hi, Highly, uh, she'll probably be nominated. We're not talking about this. Uh, but um, <laughs> this movie, if I had to pick a movie to win Best Picture of the Oscars, it's this. It's Belfast. Oh, mm. Belfast is too... All right, I can't forget Belfast is... Bel- uh, Belfast is my number two as well. Uh, we'll talk about it together. It's it's a masterpiece. It's, like, fr- like from the beginning... One sec. I- Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Right? This is, you know, middle of the civil rights movement in England, pretty much. It's a similar time period. It's the Troubles. What? It's not England, Alex. It's the Troubles. I mean, I meant, I meant like... British Commonwealth areas. What do you mean? It's, it's not England, Alex. Yeah, whatever. It might as well be England. No! It's not. Whatever. Kenneth Branagh, right? Right? Kenneth Branagh's yes. in Dublin? Yes. Dublin's not England. I know. It's Belfast. Well, it's, it's at technically at time it was part of United Kingdom. Right? Boom, baby. Oh, my God. That's what the whole argument is about. Yes! That's what I was going to get into, right? Oh this was kind of based off his childhood. And with COVID, we, we spoke about it in the podcast, though, but he was able to finally sit down and go through his past and write the story down. The tightest movie of the year. It, this movie comes in at 138 minutes with, with uh, credits and not a single second's wasted. There's constantly mad times and I think of this movie like when we see the priest I'm like, oh, and we're going to have to constantly go back to this priest. They're like, no, I just want to show you a, a scene with the priest. We're moving. We're moving and it keeps you in the POV of the kid. That's what's so important in this movie is you're like... Buddy eight, is uh, eight years old, I believe. Yeah, Buddy's like eight years old. And the danger is always around you, but you're living in this childlike yeah, wonder. The real danger is not what he's scared of. He's scared yeah. of his 
parents uh, arguing, money troubles around the yeah, house. Yeah, like he, he's not even as fr- he doesn't really realize what's happening with the troubles. Right, and you see all these huge stuff happening around him, but that really doesn't you don't care about that. And uh, probably my second favorite soundtrack of the year, um, the black and white also was needed. Perfect use of black and white. Also, yeah, I, I, I was a little weird at the beginning of the movie how they had all the colors showing modern day Belfast, and then they just cut to black and white. And normally, you know, I'm a little like, I hey, just have your movie black and exactly. white. Exactly, Roma, but, like just be color. No, I disagree <laughs> with that. Yeah, Roma, so whatever. <laughs> no, no, John, please, ver- ver- you're ver- okay. I, I've never seen it. They got what? It. Yep. They got oh. it. Sweet. Fine. Uh, Belfast was also my number two, so Chad. Let's, I know what your number one is. Can I just say it for you? No, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're talking about it right here. I'm just wondering, should, before we do number one, should we do our worst movies? Yes. Sure. Good call. Yeah. You go first. Do we know what your worst movie is? All right. You, uh, you probably, I've seen I saw it with you. I'm probably my worst uh, movie of the year. No it's uh, No Time to Die. Oh. Yes. That's oh. my worst movie of the year. Oh, yeah. no, I, yeah. I thought you were going to pick Wrath of Man. I, that was my second worst movie. I, I fell asleep during uh, I fell asleep. No Time to Die. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I got to say Wrath of Man. Yeah. Fell asleep. I'm putting quotations in there. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the thing. I fell asleep too at Wrath of Man. And it, for that reason, I was like, well, I can't say that's the worst movie if I fell asleep in it. Listen, No Time to Die is so bad. I've seen it on so many top 10 lists. The villain makes no sense and is terrible. It is the worst villain. Worst one I've ever seen in the yeah. Blockbuster movie. Yeah. Listen, yeah. this is the worst movie you've seen this year. There are I, I got, you, guys, you guys got to know the entire time leading up to this movie, all that Alex said is he's going to be the worst villain ever. Yeah, because Valley Malik is only good in one thing. In yeah. one thing. Yeah, he's yeah. only good in Iron Man, Mr. Robot. Yeah, it's the only yeah. thing that's good Yeah, I, I don't care that he won an Oscar. It doesn't well, it's for a shitty movie. No, but it doesn't prove anything. The yeah. guy is garbage. Yeah. No, he honestly has the uh, the charisma of, like, Hawkeye's bow. <laughs> yeah, like, charisma of, like, <laughs> the raccoon in the back of, like, a shot of a, show, of a movie. I mean, yeah, it's like, uh, he, he and, and it was just... And, I don't know if it was writing or him, but the characters seem to be even written, just boring. You don't know anything about his motivations. The plot is all over the place. Yep. There's one um, good 10 minutes in the movie. Yeah. Savannah and the boat scene after. Yes. Uh, uh, Arna, oh, Havana Anna, is amazing. Anna de Armas, to me, was the only thing good about this yeah, movie. Jeffrey Wright, you like Jeffrey Wright movie? Jeffrey Wright was good. Yeah. No, Jeffrey no, I, I thought Jeffrey But he's no, always good. The, the yeah. whole, the whole uh, what was really kind of messed up is the whole plot line involving the Americans was the best part of a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Listen, Americans are always the best, but... Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? We're living in America right now. Um, oh, what do you call it? The, the the real sad thing was the the action sequences were really uninspired. You know, it was uh, Kerry Gojima, Fukunawa. Fukunawa. Listen, who, I told you after this movie, if I was him, I'd tear my name off this. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Just it was it was dead in the water. Just really. Yeah, there was no life to the movie. And and the sense that this was Daniel Craig's last movie uh, just makes it even more of a tragedy. Do we, do, do we, you know? like, I think it's the public opinion. I don't think it's, it's been said. Good. It's good. But, no, no, no. That like, oh, that is public opinion. Yeah. But, but like, Daniel Craig is the one that probably wanted to kill off the character, right? I don't think he wanted to kill. He just didn't want to be bonded. No, I'm anymore. under the understanding that he was the one. He's yeah. like, you got to kill me off in the movie, or else I'm not going to do it. That was okay. my understanding. Maybe. Yeah. Listen, he didn't even need to die. He. Did, that's the thing. Totally didn't need to die. Yeah. Had more than enough time to jump out of the way. And let's face it, he's Bond. He could live. Technically, he could live through that. You know, even though he yeah, ended. It's, it's but, so. Uh, God, I, it was the worst movie experience yeah. of the year for me. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's it. I mean, don't watch it, please. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to, Fred? 
Oh, we know that. No, no, John movie. number one. John number one. All right, now we know that. No, wait, you're a worse movie. It was just Wrath of Man. It's utter garbage. Listen, Wrath of Man yeah. had a really awesome first 30 minutes. Yeah, the first 30 minutes I thought was, okay, this looks promising. No, I thought it was really good, actually. Really? I, I mm. did not care. I am normally in on I this. I was saying, like, where have we actually seen Tarantino ripoffs? That was the beginning of this movie. Yeah. 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 This whole movie was the definition of a bad Tarantino ripoff. It's just, I don't get... Actually, that's like the way the plot structured. You would think it's a Tarantino movie because there's it's, no structure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just it's just bad. Scott Eastwood. They could have had a better ending as well. Scott Eastwood is I I he's not normally great in movies, but he's next level bad. I mean, movie. Joel Kinnaman has, has overtaken him. Like, if everybody was like acting at his level, it would have been a funny bad movie. But like, it was just a bad movie. You know, like, um, what's his name in Dan of Iron Man 3? He's like, I am the Mandarin. Like, you're not even going to see like that. I am yeah. the Mandarin. Like, it's not bad, yeah. but you still enjoy it. But this is just, yeah, it was not great. Uh, John, okay. number one on the list. We know what it is, say it. Okay, Power of the Dog. Wait, wait, did you say Spider-Man No Way Home yet? No, uh, well, that was my number three. Oh, I thought you were right. That was your number yeah. one. Did we cover Spider-Man? Did we, did not we yet, it? right? No, I don't, th- I mean, we briefly mentioned, I think, and it went right past I it. mentioned in mine... What was it? What was it? Yours on your Six. List? It was four for me. Did we not? What was it for you? Three for me. Alex, we must not have covered it on your uh, let, Let's do um, no his three. I mean, it was three. my three. So let's do uh, No Way Home first. Okay, that's, that's a Fine. movie right there. Uh, I, I put down here. It reminded me why I love going out to movies. You know, yeah. there was no other movie this year where. When you were with the audience on those yeah. first couple of days, I mean, even I took my kids, uh, I think it was like four or five days later, and just it was a matinee and everyone in there, and it's like half full, and people are just, you know, screaming and just like cheering. I saw three times. Yeah. All three times were fun. Yeah. I, I just had a friend who does not watch any Marvel movies. He's only seen the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. He's not even seen a single movie with this guy, with this uh, Spider Man. He said he fucking loved it. Had a great time. Because the movie doesn't rely on the on the on the other universes and the other IP to mm-hmm. really succeed. It relies on the basic story of Spider-Man, right. I think. Well, I mean, on one hand, this one of the things that I think worked in its favor is that a lot of the exposition about who these characters were, whatever, we knew. They knew the audience right. coming in would have and some knowledge can, of you, it. So that's why right. always people have had a hard time right. making three, two, three character villain movies. Because right. we have to cover all their backstories. backstories and everything. Yeah. Like that. And Here we this, guy, this guy cares about lizards. Well, like, like, yeah. like a big mistake of yeah. like Iron Man 3 is they're like, we can't just, we don't, we don't just want to introduce, the, we got to introduce the villains, show how they became villains. And then have, have them the all character, fight together. Yes. Like that's just way too much to do in one yeah. movie. In Spider-Man Three. Spider-Man Three. Said Iron Man Three. Oh, Spider-Man okay. Three. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it was just now your mileage. I think because of that will vary if you're not a comic book fan. Well, so I think that. we enjoyed it more than yeah. other people because sure. we are so invested. Sure. Um. However, I think one thing that everyone would be able to enjoy, uh, is uh, William Defoe's performance. Yes. All right. As bad. It's funny. The worst movie of the year. No time to die. Remy Malek was the worst villain of the year. Daniel Defoe is the best villain of the year. Might be the best villain in Marvel. Yeah, honestly, I still got Thanos above him. I and I can see that I, it's it's a rough, there is an but evil, to a menace. Goblin. No, but I think as a villain and as a character, Thanos is just better. I, again, it's it's what, we can we Thanos can have the argument. Right? You think Thanos is right? He was a rock. It wasn't wrong. Yeah. But I think that, and here's the thing, you know, okay, you can say one thing about Thanos, which is this. His plan is moronic. 
It is. But okay. you know what? Everybody knew it was Veronica and nobody cared. That's how good the writing was. Christopher right. Mar- Marcus McFeely, those guys, they know what they're doing. Right. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're but right. In ter- number two for yeah. me. In one. terms of, of actual, the performance, I mean, you don't have this character without, without William Dafoe who just brings so much energy. 66 years old, doing his own stunts in this. You know, and fighting with with Tom Holland, you know, and and that's the funny thing. His Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire, and he's like ignored. He's like, okay, I want the youngest, toughest Spider-Man that's here. That's what we said in, the, in, you know? in our pod about No Way Home. We're like, we want like a one interaction between Tobey yeah. and uh, Green Goblin. You made no sense why there was no interaction. Even when he stabbed him, there was not a single interaction. Listen, it would have been cool if Tobey got stabbed with the glider. Yeah, that would have made more sense. I was like, was like, was it? Like, he should have been getting the with the glider, yeah. not with the knife. Um, but yeah, the movie was incredible in yeah. every way, and Goblin was number two for me yeah. in terms of all Marvel. Yeah. John, John Watts directs the hell out of this movie. This movie like feels so seamless. It really shouldn't. Like for all the different mechanics, for all the MacGuffins, for all these things in the movie, it feels streamlined mm-hmm. from the opening scene you're in there some guy's trying to grab uh yeah, some spider-man's guy. leg They're like yo it's spider-man you killed mysterio spider-man yeah you yeah, first. no 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 he's a villain guys <laughs> he's like you did that i know you did that <laughs> to, to swing or climb up on the walls to get away from everybody to, to go through the the vents we know you can do that <laughs> Telling you, like, I want to spin off um, just the, the, the teachers. All three of them. So, yeah, all three of those guys. so Willem Dafoe and uh, Andrew Garfield. You know, I to tell you the truth, if you would ask me, you could ask me right now about his Spider-Verse movies, whatever. I wouldn't remember. There was nothing memorable I'm about I'm it. actually a fan of him. I, don't, I think it's the third. I think he's the second the Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the, the third word, third just movies. Yeah. It, it's just for me. It, it was a Best actor. Yeah, and maybe that's it because it's just like, and, and not just that, but you almost see they came in there looking to have something approved. He's like, I want people to remember that I was a sp- scene. Yep. Yep. You know, For the second he enters the portal, you're like, oh, this guy's trying to act hard. You know, he's trying to make a lasting impression, and he does. He does. You he's know. like, he's like, I'm wait, I'm trying to get Spider Man three out of this. Yeah. Like, like, like the energy. Yeah. Now I think Toby's gonna still be in the universe. Yeah. There's no way they don't come off. He's not gonna. But uh, uh, the point where he's able to. Actually, I don't, no spoilers, right? We we we've sort of no, okay. We've so so when he's able to save MJ at the end, like, I, actually, I I got the tear going down. Like, I was like half tear. Yeah, and it's hard for me to tear. I I, I, I tear up in movies. I did not tear up. I don't tear yeah. up at like Marvel. No, movies. but there was that moment because you realize the the sacrifice and the fact that he didn't get a chance to redeem it. Spider Man always gets a chance to redeem himself, and he just didn't. Yeah. And when you see him land and he's holding her, and that look on his face of just like. I did it, you know, like I've, I've, I feel so redeemed now. Yeah, he redeemed himself yeah. in a really awesome way. Yeah. I totally agree. So, um, Freddie, you're up to, oh, no, your number one is still number Power one. of the Dog. Power of the Dog, <laughs> number you, one. You, just, you just stole it from him. Power of the Dog, you're up, Power of the Dog, you yeah. started off. Power of the Dog, um, the most well-directed, beautifully shot uh, movie of the year. Second best directed movie. Stunning performances uh, by, by, by nearly everyone. In, I mean, I should say everyone. Um, you know? I think I still think Bronco Henry had the best performance. <laughs> <laughs> Bronco Henry Saddle. That was great performance. Bronco Henry Saddle did and, more work. And the rope was amazing. Do you think that was <laughs> unintentional comedy, the fact that he's breaking them up every time? Or do you yeah. think they knew it was going to get laughs? I think they knew. No, I, I'm going to be honest. Laughs. I would love to hear John Cambia being like, 
Jane Campion being like John Campion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have to <laughs> Jane, screw that guy. Go on. You know, Jane Campion being like, I I didn't even know it was funny like that. Like yo, I I didn't even I didn't realize. Well, Henry knew a thing about jokes though. Well, I think <laughs> the thing about it is, and that's why, and I'll tell you, um, I recently had been reading an article that argued that. To really get this movie, you should watch it a second time. And I haven't done it yet. I Probably do want to. But I think when you go back and you look at it from the angle you do at the end, you realize Benjamin Cumberbatch's character is so pathetic. Yeah. You see Cumberbatch's? Com- yeah. yeah. He's pathetic. You know? And and that's what I think brings the humor to it, is that this man is revering the saddle of this guy called Bronco Henry. He's so pathetic, yeah. though, that he's got to terrorize his... His brother's new wife for no reason. Right. So, like, well, as I've said, this whole time in this movie, he he's just like he wants you to think he's the most machismo guy there, but he's the he's the most afraid. He's the most insecure yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys, uh, you guys, you guys. Saw, we're not gonna say what the twist is, but you guys saw the twist coming. Uh, uh, which the end, the very last scene. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. I saw parts of it yeah, coming. Yeah, I didn't no, know how no, quite it fit um, together. When, when he went down to the... Yeah, but I thought they all were going to be involved, and they weren't. What do you mean? You thought all... Oh, it, it was a single-man acting. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that is the one thing that surprised me. Yeah. I that, thought it was more of a plot. I thought it was a... Oh, you thought everybody else was going to be in on it. Yeah. Oh, no. This was his... I. Oh, no. I knew yeah. he was like... That a, face he gives. Yeah. Menacing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, that's when you realize again, and I, I want to see it the second time to get it, but you realize like who's the who's the real predator, you know, and who's falling into whose trap. Like the real evil person here. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's wild to think about. Yeah, Power of the Dog is really good. I wasn't high on it, but thinking about uh, it make me higher. One more thing. I'm not going to say it's the best, but the uh, score in this is very good. And the way that the score is used with the movie. I think the score oh, of, of, of Freddy's number one is probably the best. Though. Yeah, my, well, my, when I had to score, but also just soundtrack. Soundtrack. Right. Right. I, no, the soundtrack's the best. The score of my yeah. number one is the best. Let's see the score. That's a funny pick. Um, also, what I really want to say about Power of the Dog, it's the most movie, it's the movie I've had conversations with people the most yeah. after. You can have, well, like, Lloyd Holmes is actually the one I've had conversations with the most. No, but I've been had conversations like this, like, everybody has, like, their, as, like, Things a few different things about the characters, mm-hmm. but everything ends the same result. Like we, everyone's like arguing over, you know, did Jesse Clemens' character know what was going on? And then a great another question I ask people is, like, does it matter? Mm-hmm. Clemens like, is the king of this year of like he just doesn't need to be in movies, but they got him anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and like he elevates, he elevates. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of just a really good actor. Um, yeah, no, great movie. Um, I going to my number one. Yeah, Power of the Dog, John's number one on the list. Book it. All right, what do you got? All right, best movie of the year, no question. It is a question. Director Paul Thomas Anderson. It's not a question. Y'all just are wrong. John, have you seen this movie? I haven't seen it yet. John hasn't even seen this movie, but it's Licorice Pizza, baby. Pizza, pizza. I, from... From frame one to the final frame, and I mean frame because I saw this in 70 millimeter film, this movie... What took over me like an ocean. It was, it was beautiful. Every frame, I was in heaven. This, this movie has two unknown actors. Uh, it has, uh, first of all, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Well, yeah, it's not Philip Seymour Hoffman, it's his kid. Cooper Hoffman. And Cooper Hoffman, and it's this girl from the band Haim. Alana Haim. Alana Haim. Uh, first of all, she's my favorite performance of the year. Got a yet in there. Yeah, she. Um, I love how it's it's her actual sisters are playing her sisters. That's just there. Uh, that's that's her actual dad actually. I know, I know. I, that's great. Israeli, Israeli. Um, 
it's really taking you through these two these two young people's lives, taking you through the seventies, and you know what's going on um, in the valley in particular. You know, call out to Cobra Kai right now. <laughs> uh, you know, it's really living the valley. You get these little vignettes just showing you what's going on, and I was just mesmerized. As Alex said, the soundtrack to this movie is legendary. Yeah, they got a lot of good Bowie in there. Um, I just. I cannot talk highly enough about this movie. movie PTA. I, could, I could tell you the plot of the movie, but plot doesn't really it's matter a, to it's this. It's an thing. NYU student's bonus. It's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. It's All a right, thousand percent. That's what it is. If you want to know what the real number one of a list is, you'll see oh. what I got. The, the most enjoyable theater experience I've had in maybe three years, four years. Yeah. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. This was your number one movie? It's <laughs> my number one movie. Wow. Let's go. The Suicide wow. Squad. James Gunn's number one movie he's ever done in his life. All right? This guy can go to the grave, and I will gladly praise his, his whatevers. But Suicide Squad, everybody knows what it is. I think it's the most carefully crafted screenplay of the year. If you look at the it, it's screenplay is actually amazing. Interwoven plots. Mm-hmm. I wish you had a little bit more on the, uh, on, like, the natives. I felt like the natives were there and they didn't matter anymore. We just kill natives. That's all we're doing. But no, what's important is is that we we run through characters like Ratcatcher. We have like thirty seconds on our backstory, and you love mm-hmm. all the seconds. You know, Taika Waititi mm-hmm. just sitting up there in the Eiffel Tower. Taika Waititi like we like rats. We like rats. That's who we are. We're bottom feeders like the rats, right? And that's all it is. It's a fun movie. It's got heart. It's got great action, and the score. That comes out like when you're watching, you know, uh, when you're watching um, Bloodsport, right? When yeah. he's grabbing all the guns from his thing to create the big gun, you know, nothing, nothing gets me more hyped than that. I think his inventiveness, you know, his creativity, mm-hmm. the color schemes is the best of mm-hmm. you know any movie I've seen this year. You can't beat it, right? I know Suicide Squad is not your traditional number one, but. You know, it's better than Belfast, 100%. Not, 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 but... Um, this is all the number ones, um, whatever we're doing. We'll just finish it off quickly. Some honorable mentions? We'll do an, We'll do one one honorable mention each. Only one? Yeah. Uh, we're going I, know, I, need, I got two. I got I'll two. do one or two at the most. We're not explaining the second one, all right? We got, uh, we'll do, uh, we'll go in snake draft, so I'll go first this time. Um, Shiva Baby number one. Oh, good. You took care of that one. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention. It's a movie for Jews, made by Jews, you know. But it's a first time director. Financed this, like, by Jews. This, we, like, uh, we, we, I DM'd her to get on the pod to talk about it, Emma Seligson, but she did not respond. It's okay. Hit her up. Tell anybody who listens to this, hit her up and tell her to come on the afternoon now. She is, uh, Forest Hills. She went to NYU, made a, made a teaser, a little sizzle reel. Of um, one of the scenes that goes on in the house, and then she got financed. I think I said two million or one million. Well, she got like yeah, she got like she got initial financing a million, and then basically she filmed it, and then she had to get additional financing well, at, to at the NYU Film Festival. Though at the NYU Film Festival, she had a sizzle reel that she filmed. Yeah, stuff. all right. Um, it's hilarious. Well, this is a short. A short, whatever. Hilarious. Edge of my seat, you know, I felt like I was in real life applicable situations. I've been in conversations like this. I know people like all the characters in this movie. And it's uh, all a fun thing. Great idea for a movie. You're a Shiva, you're a sugar baby at a Shiva. You're a Shiva, and you meet your uh your, your sugar daddy over there. Mm. Um what do you got? Auto okay. Mentions. So I have for most batshit crazy movie I, which Malignant. Malignant. Go, Yo, okay. I knew I knew you were gonna 
Which it, it's it's funny because for a lot of reasons you like Suicide Squad is a lot of the reasons I like this movie. It's just insane. Except for I, the part where it makes sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that that five minutes where it made sense, it was like that was the worst part of the movie. <laughs> this I, movie I, I have is not seen this movie. This movie is bet oh my god, it's just nothing makes All sense. And movies. and I love it. Yeah, well, if you go there expecting like a deep, you know, something that's gonna, you know, like change it's just don't have any expectations. Right. Don't think you're gonna Walk see a good it. movie. Just go in there and just watch this like- James Wan's just hallucinogenic vomit just it's great i i have no idea Uh, i think this movie might ruin itself i also want to say my my favorite nick cage movie since there were probably 20 this year was pig pig was fantastic uh i also want to give a shout out to venom oh i I, let me take two seconds on venom okay venom two seconds on venom Venom two is simultaneously the worst and best movie of the year. I really don't think it was bad at all. Oh, I'm yeah, no. Saying. Whenever whenever Venom is not on screen, yeah, it's it, it is the worst movie Woody I've Harrison ever seen. Woody Harrelson is terrible. Movie. Movie I love Woody yeah. Harrelson, yeah. but he, it's, he's, it's the movie's utter trash. But whenever Venom is on screen, I am having the time of my life. Hey, it's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. Um, what's your uh, what's your honorable mention? So you guys, you guys covered most of mine, thank yeah, God. I knew he was. So... Uh, two I would want to shout out is uh, the French Dispatch. The um, it's it's an anthology storytelling from uh, Wes Anderson. What I really want to shout out is the last story in here stars um, Jeffrey Wright as a like food connoisseur version of James Baldwin. It's some of the most. It's some of the best storytelling I've seen so from Wes Anderson. James Baldwin, like, it didn't go around with people, like, addicted to, like, you know, drugs, but addicted to food? No, he's still supposed to... No, they, they actually touch about some of the drug stuff. Okay. It's, like, if the, if, if the Renaissance was from... No, 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 It's just... Instead of him writing books, he's a food critic. Right, right. yeah. yeah. Um, this movie, I had a lot of fun with it. It's the... I really like what Wes Anderson is doing. Gets fast food. Um, another movie I really want to shout out is Don't Look Up. I actually have, I know the critics really it's, fun, it, it. it's It's got a lot of fun. It has a lot of fun in it. I had a, Not yet. Actually, I, I'm supposed to watch it today. I had a fun time. I know and I know Alice is going to hate me, but I just want to shout out one more. The Lost Daughter. The Lost Daughter last night. is... Yeah, I, yeah, I might as well shout out Cobra Kai season four. You I mean, should. Uh, it's great. Uh, for that, I have one more wish out since you brought up Paper Tigers. Imagine if the kids it. from Cobra Kai grow up and actually have to go back and start doing this martial arts shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. It's hysterical. Young in the group. Uh, martial arts is actually surprisingly quite uh, uh, really yeah. good on the low. Um, Alex, you want to talk about I why Nightmare Alley didn't make your list? Oh, Nightmare Alley is my second honorable mention. Oh, no, Nightmare Alley has the best forty minutes of. Any it's, a, it's a whole. It's the first hour. It's the whatever. First hour. The best first hour of any movie this year. Um, Bradley Cooper, after some heinous event, joins a circus and he's just learning the crafts. He's mm-hmm. having fun. He's chilling with Ron Perlman and random S- sleeping with people's wives. Yeah, he's just having. Uh, uh, well, I think they were okay with that, honestly. I, I don't. I, well, he was drunk, so you know. Yeah, yeah really um, Richard Jenkins comes in for a second. It's it's a good movie. Second half is really really let down. Of first half but yeah Bradley Cooper does a really good job uh, but after that let's just do quick quick round director and you know, oh favorite, director and favorite performance oh you know what screw director favorite performance ah, you know what unscrew director favorite performance I'm gonna do 
Director, favorite performance. Girl, if you want to say screenplay, no, girl or guy, director, favorite okay. performance. No, I mean, I I chose Power of the Dog, and that that movie's on top of us for for Jane Campion. Just an amazing. You also uh, picking Cumberbatch for the performance. Would I pitch? Actually, no. I'm not going to to give that performance. Uh, I would probably give Matt Damon in the Last Duel. Let's oh, go. the His, most annoying d bag mm-hmm. on the planet, Absolutely. and yet still somehow in the right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's similar to um, what was that movie we talked about? Where oh, that's kind of like uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not losing here. Uh, if you're gonna make me pick my favorite performance of the year, director and performance, girl or guy. Uh, well, performance. It's Alana Haim from Licorice Pizza. Yep. I she's Dope, it's her yeah. first ever time in the movie, and you can just tell how amazing she is in this. She like born for the screen. I want to see her in more things. I want PTA to direct her in more things. Mm-hmm. Uh I just need more of her in my life. Very good. No, no, very just, good. Just oh, straight amazing. Let me look at my list. I had to pick you a director. Like, you know what? I, I should say Delaney Villeneuve, but I'm gonna go with Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, the- and uh, your, your performance was a lot of time. A lot of time. All right, mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. It makes sense. It makes sense. Now, performance-wise, for me, it's a really it's. Oh, I was waiting for you to say uh, what's his name. Bertha. Oh, did you say Peacemaker? I was gonna say Peacemaker. Yeah. Peacemaker. <laughs> Cena, baby. Yeah. TV show coming our way. It's coming up. It's it really is tough. Pete dude. Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where, where was Keenan Staten Island? When did that come out? That was last year. No, no, I was seeing for Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, it got reminded of He was like, I, you know, best performance of the year. Um, Weasel. No, no, best performance of the year was, uh, was uh, what's his name? The comedian in um, um, King of Staten Island. Boston. Oh! 100%. No, we, but that's not this year. It's really tough because I really liked uh, Lakeith in um, Judas and the Black Messiah. I liked the Lana Chaim. Yep. Um, Director-wise, let's go first. It's a little easier. I will go with Kenneth Branagh as well for Belfast. I think it's the best director movie of the year. I, I think it's... It, it doesn't win Best Picture. No, he doesn't win Best Director. He doesn't win Best Director. I think... I know, because I, I can, like, see them giving it to Denis. No, I like, they can give it to Spielberg. They might just do that. Better yeah. give it to... Uh, I think they should. They probably should actually, like... It's the tightest movie you'll see all year. Right. I think, um, still, though, I probably will go with Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. It's the strongest performance of the year. I, I got it to say that, like, guys, that Cumberbatch is good, but come on. Like, it's Will Smith is giving the performance you know of his Can career. I change it? Can I do Defoe for Goblin? You can do Defoe for I, Goblin. I, I don't know if I'd give it to him, but definitely, I, I'd love him to get a nomination. Right there. I'd love him to get a nomination. Uh, oh, that'd be badass yeah. if he got nominated that'd for That'd be really cool. If he, if he just got it in the supporting actor. Oh, why not? Best villain of the year. Unless you, you know, big star oh guy. He was fine with floating in space. They dragged him down to Earth. Yeah, they dragged him down to he Earth. He was fine with floating in space, all right? That's why, you know, he lived off the, he lived off the sun. He, he wasn't. He was living off other planets. Off other planets. No, he, he, his, uh, his very last line of the movie was... I was happy floating amongst the stars. Oh, really? Yeah. They no in the movie they dragged him down to Earth. They found him in a right. Yeah, yeah. They oh, brought I him to. Me. Was, I thought he yeah. was looking for another planet. But you, I saw a really late showing in that movie. You guys saw the earlier one. Yeah. How was it? People were. Oh, people really loved it. No, oh, yeah. it wasn't the Spider-Man. Experience. No, no, no. It wasn't that though. Alex, I no other movie this year was. Yeah. Movie. There will be a movie next year. That yeah. Will be like that. 
It'll Ooh. be the Batman. Oh, the Batman! And also, oh, we got we'll see. beef with the Batman? No, Whoa. it's just, look, man, here's the problem with just DC movies in general. They're not fun. They're not fun. You want audience to, to respond. I, want, them, you want, I want the Batman to be... Well, maybe a movie that I don't have fun watching as a DC movie. Other no, than no, Birds no. Prey. But what I'm saying is you, you're not yeah, going to get a, a, a Spider-Man kind of response to a DC movie because there's the just Flash. not enough... Listen, you maybe. Guys, can you imagine if they bring back Christian Bale for the Flash movie? I will literally soil my pants out of, out of, out of amazement. You know, it just seems like the Spider-Verse, like this 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 film trick, this trope, is a winner. So watch a DC find a way to mess it well, up. Well, the thing is, though, the DC was supposedly planning this before Spider-Man No Way Home. I will all say that. Like, well, I mean, Flashpoint... DC, like, like, this is Flashpoint what, is an old story. Yeah. So it's like you had that there. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But still. No, 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 no. But, but I'm more saying, like, this is what happens all the time. Like, there's just, like, there's great ideas, and then people, and then you find that three people are doing them all. Because the of Marvel, they're able to pull it off faster. Also, also, next year, like, we are also getting. Uh, well, this goes in most anticipated movies of the year. Everybody gets two. What do you got? Multiverse of Madness, and uh, I don't know if it's going to be next year or year after that, but uh, Dune Part 2. Dune Part 2 is in Not next year. Not next year. You, can get, you, get you got one more. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Trying to think what else is coming out. Yeah. You got to come back to me on that one. You know what? I will come back to you. What do you got? I'm yeah, like, because you weren't on the TV pod, you got a TV show? TV show for next year, the, this year. Favorite? No, this, favorite, TV show? favorite TV show this no, year? No, no, no. You know what favorite TV favorite show? Favorite TV show for 2021? Yeah. Midnight Mass. Yeah, that's what I thought. We'll do it. We'll do the, we're doing yeah. the pod later someday on it. All right, what do you got? Um, I'll give you one that I got to find my other. Uh, for, for Marvel, Batman, please. Batman, though. No, that's yours. That's no, I'm saying what you, it's your most anticipated movie. What do you got? It's the Batman. Yes, it's, it is the Batman. I, yes. can't, I can't wait for the Batman. And what about Killers? Oh, yes. My most anticipated movie of 2022 is Killers of the Flower Moon. Apple giving the master of the craft, Marty Scorsese, $250 million to just make his Pulitzer Prize winning book into a movie. It's going to be a masterpiece. He's making a western. Let's go. We got Leo. Oh, that was a shitty movie. No, no, no. You because that's the Devil in the White City. I keep on hearing the All right, but now we got Leo. We got De Niro. We got Jesse Plemons. And the lead role. Uh, it's uh, one of the leads. One of the leads. This movie is going to be amazing. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. All right, my my two are. Obviously, the Batman. Mm. You know, um, I would cut off my left arm. Right? <laughs> uh, no, let's see. Maybe my right. Wait, up to you, lefty. Um, ultra dominance. Anybody doesn't know what that is, you're, you're no. It's I write with my left, but I play sports with my right. You know, I do different things mm. with different arms. But Batman, and it's a tough one because I really am excited for Black Adam. Okay. I really am excited for Multiverse of Madness. You are excited for Killers of the Flat Removed. Very excited for Scorsese. He's my favorite director of all time. Um, Nolan's Oppenheimer doesn't come out till the next year. Oh, and that's what's going on. Yeah, actually, I'm looking forward to that. No, I mean, yeah, oh, that might oh, be out there. Oh, yeah. Cillian yeah. yeah. Murphy finally getting the lead. No, you just, it's not just Cillian. It's like every duty. But, yeah, yeah. but did you hear this? That um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in this yeah. movie. Yeah, he's playing a big, big, big part. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, and so is um, what's her face? Now, are we uh, looking? Is is this Blunt. is this a straight biopic? We or I mean, is no so I keep thinking like the first forty minutes it's a biopic, and mm-hmm. then we're like, oh, aliens don't want us. I'm that's some shit. Like, I'm hoping to. Yeah, I'm hoping he's like yeah. he's like I I love that idea. Like he tra- hasn't really spoken, but also I love the idea like the trailers 
make it look like a straight up biopic, and then next thing you know, bop, there's something else happening. And the trailer is just like FDR, like giving a speech. Yeah. Yo, can you imagine if somehow they bring in a, a tenant? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's no, because no, no, a tenant no, 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 movie. Next thing you know, we see uh, Denzel's kid go, going backwards in time. Dude, because, I mean, all right, when you think about it, we don't know who created the tech in order to, because uh, it came from the past, we, right? Listen, or was it the future? If it was going to be connected to anything, it would be Inception. I, I see you say three names. No, I haven't even finished oh, my okay. second you things. Before. I uh-huh. said all those names, and I still really don't know, even expounding on it. What do you, what else? Oh, I, I got to shout out three. First of all, what? Bullet Train. Uh, uh, and next... Well, oh, I'm I'm hyped for this. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. You yeah. guys do not know yeah, how awesome true. Thor: yeah. Love and Thunder is going to be. And then finally, ambulance. Uh, Mission Impossible Seven. Oh, ambulance! Ambulance. We're seeing that in theaters, Michael baby. B, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. But yo, Mission Impossible Seven. Supposedly, he's supposed to be jumping off an airplane and landing on a moving motorcycle. It's also the next Spider Verse movie coming. Sp- Sp- Spider Man does. Um, right. Lightyear. It's been been across the Spider-Verse. Also, I'm really excited for Uncharted. I'm a big fan of the games. Big, yeah. Big fan of the games. Um, uh, oh, oh, also, Nope. We got the new movie from... Yeah, I'm uh, waiting for a trailer for Nope. No, nah, Nope's going to be great. You know what Nope is, right? No. The new movie from uh, Jordan Peele. Okay. Um, Daniel yeah. Kaluuya is starring in it. You mm. know what? If I had to pick a movie that I'd be the most excited for... It's- Avatar 2, baby! You know what? Batman and Avatar 2. Really? What were you going to say before I said Avatar 2? I know he's going to wait. Avatar 2, I'm telling you. I hated he's, Avatar. He is hated finally... It. Yeah, but I just heard him in an interview with Denis. You didn't have when Avatar came out. No. Okay. I just heard, I just heard him in an interview with Denis, and he was like, yeah, well, you know, I already like filmed... 2 is already wrapped. 3 is done filming. 4, I already filmed a little bit. I'm like, my man, let me see 2. What do you mean? You already filmed 4 movies. But the Batman is going to be the best movie of the year. I mean, this is just a formality at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just, like, hold the Oscars right now? Uh, no, you're not excited for the Batman? No, not really. Do you like the Joker? The, oh, the, the Joker movie? Joaquin. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it fun. Well, yeah, fun. Well, fun. That's a good question. I thought it was an excellent movie. I don't think I had fun. I don't know if I liked that movie. What about um, listen when you're like when you're like twenty though you don't care if there's a scene. I'm not going. Well, no, the the problem is it's like again nowhere home. You have villains. You have good guys. Joker. Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? The 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 schizophrenic incel. <laughs> uh, you're all right about that, but the Batman's gonna be dumb. You gonna tell me you're not excited for the Batman? I Come on. I don't Marvel know. simp over here. Can't give it a DC for anything. Also, Alex, movie I do got to shout out before we're done here is Babylon. It's supposed to be the greatest, uh, one of the best scripts right out there in Hollywood right now. Who's doing it? Uh, it's it's uh, Damien Chazelle. It's one of my, my favorite guys. Uh, Toby's actually going to be in this one. Toby McGuire? Toby's on the cast list for this movie. No way. Yeah. Ah, I'm uh, excited. Leading Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. This movie was the so most. Is this the John Watts movie? No, 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 no. That's that actually might be coming out next year though. Uh, but um, Damien Chazelle, this script has been talked about from the city half over in Hollywood. Um, okay, was, wait. I just want to know: is this going to be them playing ancient Babylonians, but also so. doing jazz? So. Uh, it's supposed to be about. I, so. um, I, I believe it's supposed to be about like uh, old Hollywood. Okay, good, 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 good. No, because I was just like, maybe he just said, hey, let's just do I, the I, entire I do a cultural appropriation. It <laughs> is a, 
Um, I do not believe it's musical. Also, Tobey Maguire is a producer on this movie, Alex. On top of... Tobey Maguire's in as a producer. You know, like, it's Spider-Man, I told you. It's, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The, the only com- reason he's, he's doing it again and all this stuff is because of Spider-Man. Well, that was his launch pad, I yeah, guess. They, like, um, yeah, like, honestly, like, the two, like, like, like other than, like, superhero movies, the two most anticipated movies for me are, uh, are Babylon and, uh, um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Like, this movie is supposed to be okay. great. There, there, it, it does seem, though, like this year is going to be a great year for movies. Scream, the new Scream oh, is coming yeah. out pretty soon. I'm watching that opening night. Oh, I'm down. You down? Oh, yeah, of course. All right, I'm gonna get, I'll get tickets right after, right, literally right now. All right, we're done with the pot. It's in two weeks. Um, for, oh, the 13th, 14th. You're not going to be here. Uh, I might not be back. Mm. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, listen to the podcasts. We're everywhere. I don't even care. It's an hour and 21 minutes. <laughs>